So I have an update um, about the person who wrote in last week about should they sleep with their boss for a £15,000 um, pay rise. So they have wrote back in and that person has successfully slept with their boss um, in a hotel room in the Shire and they got their fifteen grand. So congrats Amazing. to them. <laughs> wow. I know. Fab, you I'm go. I'm glad that they took it in a lump sum payment too because I wouldn't want the tax man getting any of that. Well, I don't know if there was a lump sum or not, oh. but they got their 15 grand regardless. So happy fucking days. I'm surprised they didn't take me advice and just got them drunk so they didn't have to do it. So they must have just had a dry spell and wanted sex, but whatever, good luck to them. So I am here with my fabulous guest this week. So we have Mel, our returning. She's been freshly popped and she's back again for a second go. <laughs> Hello, Mel. Hi. And joining me and Mel this week are two virgins who are ready to be popped. <laughs> we are here with Saz. Hello, Saz. Hello. Haven't felt a thing yet. <laughs> You're about to. And we have Shastra. Hello, Shastra. Hello. Hi. So welcome, girls. Thanks for being here on this fabulous Friday evening. We are going to have drinks. We're going to let loose. We're going to offend people and just have a laugh. So we're going to go straight in. Sorry. How rude of me. How has your week been? Mel, how was your week? Uh, yeah, it was okay, actually. Um, quite quiet. As you know, the glorious 12th in Northern Ireland. Can't really do very much. So, yeah, quite quiet. <laughs> How was your week, Saz? Great. It's pretty much the same. Just working, was up seeing you and your granny on Monday and stopped off to see some friends too and their new baby on the way. On the way. I, as in the baby's there, but I stopped on the way home uh, <laughs> to see them. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's not been pretty quiet. Lovely. And Shasta, how has your week been? All good. Um, I've been off this week. I never take time off. You know what I'm like. So it was nice to have a break and just do absolutely nothing. I've no 6am alarms for a whole week. Fabulous. You know, and I'm still not back in till Monday. So we've still got a couple of days to go to do whatever Fabulous. the hell I want. Enjoy your weekend. Well, hopefully this is a good way to kick off your weekend. Definitely. And let it all out. So we're going to go straight into our popular culture and news. Have you guys got anything you would like to talk about yourselves? No. no. Oh, sorry, Saz, do you? No, it's just because they're nothing in particular. No. Okay, so we're going to just go into the news because the weekly topic of children is going to be quite long, in my opinion. So we're going to fly through this. And we're going to talk about, first of all, one of the news stories I talked about last week was the BBC scandal. The person has been named as her little adorable Hugh Edward. Um, maybe not so adorable now. Um, but are you in shock over that? What's the vibe? Do you care? Do you know him? I feel like there's going to be more it, because this is what the second person in like the space of a few weeks you yeah. know i feel like another one's gonna come out the woodwork somewhere or someone's gone 
someone's gonna go like oh so and so did this to me and you know i've got screenshots from this that and the other there's there's gonna be i don't know i just feel like there's got there's gonna be more um but i was a bit a bit surprised with him to be honest yeah. because let's be honest nonsers have a face they have a look in their eye so i think <laughs> All right, i don't think they had that look yeah no no so, look at jimmy savile look at look at look at when he's actually staring at the camera look at the way like you know you can see the evil i mean i know he's dead now but you know he deserves to be but if you know it's one of them i think i think there'll be more personally i mean i will say with with what we what i said last week on the podcast isn't actually matching what has come to fruition at this point the person wasn't underage they were 17 but this happened three years ago apparently they are now 20 years old i think but it wasn't actually the young fella who put the complaint towards the bbc it was his parents so it sounded like the parents were out for a bit of money and this is how they wanted their 15 minutes of fame and money so i apologize to you last week for my false reporting but um yeah as i said in episode one do not take anything we say as for facts if you take something and run with it that's on you bitch um but yeah so he is now in a mental not mental not that's the wrong word he is receiving um care for his mental health that's what i meant to say um and you know what he did is legal but it is kind of creepy at the same time the guy was 17 he is in his what 60s it's legal but it is creepy so the police are no longer taking it forward and the bbc are kind of left at where it is so i suppose that's where we'll kind of leave that story um but yeah you don't like to see anyone suffer regardless of what they have done or what so hopefully he gets the help he needs um yeah have you anything else to say on that no Mm-hmm. you look like you're going to keep saying something <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, like just like you say i hope he gets the help he needs but like it might not have been like illegal what he did but kind of mm. morally wrong do you know what i mean and i mean I, yeah. I think fair play to the wife for coming out and putting an end to the speculation for other people because the bbc yeah. clearly weren't going to yes i did see like was it rylan clark and gary lineker mm-hmm. a lot of their photographs would have been used when first reporting it so i think ryan yeah. has actually taken up like a, a defamation case Hi. against the, the independent newspaper in, yeah. um something like that so yeah it's good that it's out there now so people can stop speculating and they can move on to the next yeah. big topic um a quick mention um because i'm quite jealous of this is the european heat wave in like italy and Spain and all those countries they are in temperatures at the minute of high 40s now that is roasting mm-hmm. But I would like a little bit of that here because the weather here is absolutely shocking. It's raining and lashing, so I'm very jealous of people here on holiday at the minute. I'd take a wee bit of the heat, but I'd burn it crisp in 40. That is just <laughs> no. I would take, like, you know, even middle teens, high teens, oh, I yeah. mean, like low 20s. That would be amazing. Um, the next story I have is, have you heard about Jonah Hill? oh yeah i have heard about that one so i didn't read too much into this because i don't really like jonah hill um and i'm surprised he can get a girlfriend for the state of him to be honest um <laughs> well he's got loads of money you know mm, he's the type of person that you would need to close your eyes for um and he's like that forced type of funny which is really unattractive to me um so he had a 
girlfriend called Sarah Brady and he sent her abusive text messages. I didn't see the text messages, but I do know that he did ask her to take down some swimsuit pictures. Um, he thought it was inappropriate and not respect respectful to him. What's your viewpoint in that? If like your other half or you know somebody that you were dating or whatever asked you to take down pictures of yourself and you, it was a picture you loved of yourself and it wasn't sexually explicit. And even if it is sexually explicit and only fans and you're getting paid for it, what does that matter? Would you take it down or would you like say to the fella, catch yourself fucking on? I'd be like, see you later, bye. Like, Absolutely. no. Why would you take no, it down? Like, it's literally fragile masculinity at its, 100%. at its best. Yeah, no, no way. If I liked a photo when it was on Instagram or whatever, like, it's on there. Touch it. Like, if you don't like it, don't yeah, let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. <laughs> but there's that other fella too. Excuse me for not coming with the details here. She, I think she's an actress. I can't remember what he does, but... um they're like American or whatever but she put up like a photo of her at was like a premiere or something and it was like a dress do you know like it was like mesh over the top and kind of like you could see her underwear underneath but like she mm-hmm. was covered and I think he wrote a comment or something under it like you're a mother kind of thing like shaming her yeah. and like mm-hmm. it all kicked off too like I'm sorry are you all right I know it's yeah nobody's going to tell me what I can and can't wear no. as male said though it is like that toxic masculinity mm-hmm. I mean, in the case of Jonah Hill, I can see why he's like that because he's he's probably in disbelief that he he got someone that good looking. Um, so he's probably like, I need to hold on to her because she is attractive and other men are going to realize this. Um, but it still doesn't give a man the right to tell a woman to take down a picture. And the same with a woman, it doesn't give her the right to mm-hmm. tell a man to take down a picture. Of him. Um, yeah, there's I knew there was a reason I didn't like him. Like you can say, like, oh look, I'd rather like maybe you know. That wasn't out there for everybody to see but mm-hmm. like like you look well in the picture and stuff you know it's up to you what you do with it kind of thing you can express yeah. your opinion but like yeah don't be telling someone that they have to take it down or whatever 100 i just think it shows a lot of insecurity um and if you you know it just shows that you're not solid in your relationship if you are, are asking her to do that um the next news story is cat one for you, Shastra, as a cat mummy. Yeah. Uh, COVID. Now, apparently, there is a new strain of COVID. Um, apparently, it's been in the UK for years, but it's not been a real cat killer until now. Um, there are, in Cyprus, which is known for its stray cats, they have a population of one million stray cats. Isn't that flipping crazy? I love mm-hmm. it. Love it. <laughs> Go to Cyprus. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. But apparently, in Cyprus at the minute, because of their population of cats, there is this new strain of cat COVID. That's what they're penning it, which is quite funny. Um, and it kills already of that a million population, three hundred thousand cats. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Um. So yeah, that's all I have to say on that. It was just a news story that was seen. <laughs> So in Cyprus, I don't know what they're going to try to do. How are they going to help these cats? Because how do you help a stray population? They're not domesticated. Mm. You can't dedicate them. You need or to start you to capturing them and neutering them so they stop producing. It's the only way, but mm-hmm. that takes time and how many humans to do it. So are they really going to do it? I don't know. Uh, I really, really don't know. But yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I don't like 
cat. No offense, Shatter. I don't really like cats. I don't like dogs. I don't really like animals. I'm not an animal person, an animal lover. But I don't like to do harm to somebody. Of course you not, know. no, yeah. Um. Okay, two more news stories. We're flying through the news because we have bigger topics, to fr- bigger fish to fry. Um, have you seen the Simon Cowell um, video of him being devastated that he's run out of Listerine Original? And they don't sell Listerine Original in the UK, which I didn't know. Um, I thought just any bottle of Listerine was original. Um, and he's asking for them to bring it back. Have you seen it? I've seen it, but I'm wondering where where is he where is where is he that he's buying this though? Because I've I've never seen that one. Um, my memory might be like confusing things, but is Listerine original not the cool mint like that kind of yeah, light blue greeny yeah. color? Was I that not that. the original? Mm-hmm. I, I thought that, that too. Like one. Maybe this is a non-story because maybe he is just not looking correctly for it. The biggest uh, thing I took from that video was he looks so strange. Yeah. <laughs> he has so that... much plastic surgery. <laughs> he looks strange because he hasn't had a Listerine original. <laughs> I think he's just lost the plot. Like, why would you post a video going on about Listerine? Like, is he is okay? Mad? Like, is he all right? <laughs> it's a slow news day, honestly. <laughs> but we I hope that he gets a bit of attention. Potentially, because there's no X Factor anymore, is there? And he mm. watches is it an ad at all? No, I, well, he's tagged them in it, I think, on TikTok. Oh, okay, but, it's but like, I don't, I don't know if they've responded or whatever. Who cares? Simon trying um, to get his bag from Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> and the last story, which I am in love with, this is: Have you seen the woman in Venice, in Italy, and she is doing actually quite a good deed. She is going around the area. She must know the local pickpockets. And she is warning tourists that they're pickpockets behind her by saying this iconic phrase, Attenzione! <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. It's so funny. It's, do you know what, it, what shocked me? Like, obviously the video is funny because of what she's saying, but it's like how, and that's maybe not the right thing to say, but how normal the people look that are doing it. Like, do you know what I mean? As in, like, they, they don't look like... I don't know probably stereotypical like but you know yeah. they just look like like regular like tourists and stuff yeah they don't look like the stereotypical robber yeah and it's it's their face whenever they hear her and they just but they just walk away like clearly nothing's they're not getting prosecuted or anything for it yeah. so like no, they're, not, they're not like running away either they're just like hiding their face and they're walking away like nothing it's crazy so if you're going to venice be careful but i'd love to meet that woman i i would like to kind of be targeted for pickpocketing just so i could meet that woman you know um so that's the news have you got anything you'd like to say or anything on anything we've discussed or do you want to move on to what's ragging the shit of us this week just i hope simon gets his listening <laughs> I mean, there wasn't time on that'll suffice, you know, for his needs. <laughs> yes, of course. There wasn't many new stories this week because most of this week has been the BBC scandal and, of course, the RT scandal, which I'm sick of fucking talking about. So it was just slight little things to talk about this week. There was a story about Boris Johnson and him trying to get out of showing us his WhatsApp messages and stuff from lockdown, but who fucking wants to go back to three years ago? I'm sick of talking hey, about God that. knows what's in there. 
Is messages? Ooh. I don't watch Walking Dead. That's because like, we've heard enough about lockdowns and COVID, oh, and now there's cat COVID. So no, thank you. Uh. Um, <laughs> the, the NHS is under pressure. The vets are going to be under pressure now. Right. So we are going to go on to our next topic of what is rag and the asses should out of us this week. So, Mel, what is rag and the shit out of you this week? Well, I wouldn't say it's ragging the shit out of me. It's more of like a mild annoyance. But it's mm-hmm. like people that come to you, like, even on a morning and say, oh, do you want to do such and such later? And I'm like, no, I need 24 hours notice. To a, like, prepare to be social, like, pick out an outfit, make sure my hair's washed, like, do my makeup properly. Like, no, like, do not come to me on a day and ask me to do something. It's not happening. Don't do it don't be a dick give notice like cannot cope i think men don't understand this especially it's like you don't understand like i have to do my tan i have to like do my hair like saz you'll be like i need to make sure my hair's washed (laughs) (laughs) with your extreme hair washing schedule but you know what i mean like i just can't come it in well i agree i agree 100 percent uh saz what's annoying the episode of you this week I have two things. So the first thing was driving on the motorway and somebody's driving slow. So you go out past them and then the speed up and then you speed up even more to get past them. And when you eventually get past them, they slow way down. Like I wasn't trying to have a race in the first place. You were going slow, <laughs> which is why I tried to pass you. Like see, whenever I was coming back to Belfast on Monday, nearly, I'm not even joking, nearly every second car did that to me. And I was just about to lose my shit. I was like, I can't deal with this like what's the deal and then the second one is and I'm sorry if this offends anyone if any of you use this phrase but see this whole thing I'm in my single girl era I'm in my latte era I'm in my gym girl era why can't you just say I love lattes or it's like every second video on TikTok or like every caption is like in my ice cube era, I'm in my cocktail era. I'm just like, why does it have well, to be an era? I feel very attacked right now because I'm in my podcasting era. <laughs> you started a podcast, that's fine. It doesn't have to be an era. You could, like, you know what I mean? Maybe I, like, in fairness, I'm old, so I'm just not dying with the kids anymore. But just that phrase just annoys me. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Sorry. Well, it's a good one. That's a very good <laughs> annoyance, actually. And Shastra, what is the annoying the shit out of you this week? Do you know what? This is something that has ragged the shit out of me for years. Not oh, just this week, one. but I will say this. Now, you'll all be familiar with this when I say it, right? So yeah. we all know one or two people, might be one person, might be two, might be a few, that constantly make the same mistakes, Right. I'm getting it. I'm getting thinking of one person in particular. She's she one of one of my very dear friends, and if she listens to this, she she will want to stab me. But um, <laughs> one of my dear friends has made several mistakes with this this fella that she's seeing, right? And been on and off, on and off, on and off for years. And because I'm a good friend, I will always pick up the pieces, mm-hmm. right? But why? I've always said this. Why do you? keep dancing with the devil and then still wonder why you're in hell. Yeah. Like why, why are you <clears throat> making these same mistakes 
then go and cry into someone like it's a new thing. And I'm like, well, you knew this was going to happen. Do, mm-hmm. do you want me to take you to a tattoo artist and have doormat put across your forehead? Because you may as well. Like, do you not have that much respect for yourself? Like, everyone struggles with some sort of confidence. Like, no one is fully confident about themselves that I know of. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone struggles with something. But I just think I have a little bit of self-worth and a little bit of I deserve better because you do rather than being like, oh, this has happened again. Oh, oh, all of this, all of this. And it's like, well, no. But like I say, as much as it annoys me, I will pick up the pieces because I'm a good, I'm a good friend and I, I, like, I've, I'll always be there for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just, yeah, it, it annoys me. And, and like I say, it's been years because it has been years with the pair of them. And it, it's like, oh, God. So Honestly. is your friend in a full-fledged relationship or is it a situationship they have a child together as well which is obviously another tie um obviously i don't have any children yet myself we'll get to that but it's you know i, I get that that's another reason that they've they've made you know the eight, 872nd go of things i'm losing track now mm-hmm. I, I stop asking I just, I just stop asking sometimes because I just think it's just as shit as it sounds. It's just going to fucking annoy me because what next? Yeah. And what do you think has to happen for things to change? He's got to go. He's got to, he's, he's got to go. He's, he, ha- he has to go. You know what I mean? But I'd like, because I, I, she's my friend, I think she deserves better. You know, I think she can do better. And she almost has a couple of times. In fact, she has a couple of times. <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it's one of them things that just annoys me as as a friend because it's like I think a lot more of you than that. I don't know why you can't see the same in yourself. This is not the be all and end all for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's yeah. But um, and this is such a stereotypical thing. I'm gonna say. I'm sorry if anyone's offended, but it, it it does seem this thing that most young girls or girls in general do love a bad boy, and it's like they like like the the hurt thing and then they'll go back it, that's my viewpoint obviously it's a generalization but it, it does seem from a lot of people that i know this is what happens and it's like there is maybe a nicer boy there and he will treat you well and the girls aren't interested but she yeah. loves a bad boy it's like can you change him or something i don't know it's a lot of there's a friend of mine or i remember her saying one she's like i just I like to, I like to, well, she said something like, I like to pick the men that are broken so I feel like I can fix them. It's like an achievement. So I was like, Right. Could you be asked? Well, it's obviously not working. Fix your own shit first and then try and take on someone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, don't, you know, don't, no, don't do that. It's it's not. Nah. I mean, as RuPaul says, how are you going to love someone else if you can't, what is it saying? How are you going to love someone else if you can't love yourself? What is the thing? It is, it is basically what you're saying. Oh, though, isn't it? If you can't love yourself, you can't love anyone else, can oh you? Oh my God, I watch Drag Race every fucking week because there's that many franchises and I can't fucking think of that thing. How are the hell are you going to love someone else if you can't love yourself? That's not how that no, is. But anyway, that's not it. I anyway, there are people out there screaming at the microphone like, oh my God. <laughs> um. Okay, so things are annoying me this week. I think we can all agree the weather is fucking top-notch and this is that every week in this podcast because the weather is so fucking shit like it has rained all day today but it's not just the weather it's for drying clothes i cannot get my clothes out in the washing for more than half an hour before it starts raining and then it will stop raining and start again blah 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 can't be arsed um 
dog shit on shoes. Can you agree with that? Oh, that rags the shit out of anyone. Pardon the pun. Uh, I am at Granny's at the minute on a farm, and anytime you go outside, there is dog shit everywhere. So I've had to wash my shoes quite a few times. Not impressed with it, to be honest. It's the smell that just gets you at the back of the throat. Why can't people just pick it up? Well, these are like wild dogs. They're like sheep dogs, um, so you don't really like pick up their shit because you'd be there all day, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, have anyone ever washed a sieve? Oh, yeah. it's so hard to get out of it. You know, especially if you've done pasta or something. Yeah. So I have washed a sieve. I've been here um, about like eight nine days and i think i've washed a sieve that many times once a day and i never want to see another sieve ever again because the suds get stuck in on the sieve and it takes you about 20 minutes to fucking get it clean like it is ridiculous and it's such like a weird annoyance but it's like fucking hell (laughs) it's so true if you're out there don't use the sieve it's not worth the washing up well, I suppose you could put it in the dishwasher. That would probably help. But I don't have a dishwasher here at the moment. I just so. avoid using one. I just use, like, the lid of the saucepan, you know, yeah. to, like, tip the water out. Yeah, I me mean, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't really use a sieve back home, but um, a bit of context. Granny um, likes, you know, that tins of Heinz chicken soup? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But she makes me sieve out the chicken. <laughs> so that's very hard to do. <laughs> I know. That's where I get it from. Mm-hmm. Honestly, where I get it from. But um, you know, do anything for granny, so I will wash the sieve, but I fucking hate it. So if you're listening, Lizzie <laughs> She's taking the hand out of you whenever you go Literally. home. She's like, I'll eat it home. <laughs> learn to like the chicken (laughs) (laughs) um and the last thing i have personally that is ragging the shit out of me this week is being called a liar now i do not like being called a liar or saying i've made something up now especially when i know i'm right um so i won't go into context for this but i will say there's a particular person in my life who can't remember anything and they've got a shit memory and i think we can all kind of work out who that is and compared to that person's memory and my memory you would take my memory over that person's and that person actually called me a liar for something i said in the podcast last week um but i was correct so you know i hate that that's just a real annoyance for me especially when i know i'm right don't call me a liar and it wasn't even over anything serious either it was like a petty little thing but still don't call me a fucking liar or that i've made something up so yeah <laughs> i put out a question box um and people have wrote in actually i've ha- I've received more replies this week than i ever have so people are starting to get into the podcast they must be starting to learn it's anonymous and they feel comfortable sharing so i'm going to read out what annoys other people let me just get my thing up so top answer the weather Mm-hmm. We can all agree Fair with enough. that one. Absolutely. Fair. Next one is I'm fucking ragged by busy body cunts. 
council workers, GP receptionists, dental receptionists, etc., etc. I can't agree. Uh, the next one is weather related again. So why doesn't the weather app just say what temperature it actually is rather than saying one then having a real feel temperature as well? So it's actually 10 degrees, but it feels like 20. <laughs> um, and connected to that, why do different weather apps give such different forecasts? That's very true. If it's all the same place, why does it matter? Where is it coming from? Um, the next one is, this person thinks they could be OTT in saying this, but it rags them that people put filters on their children and babies. It makes them look weird and it's not setting a good example for the children growing up thinking that they have to look like that. Um, the funny cartoony filters are innocent enough and fun for children, so they're not talking about them. I do agree with that. Let yeah, I agree children. with that. Um, yeah, let them be children, for fuck's sake. Um, and I think that is it for annoyances. Let me think. I've one, ripped down one more, but I don't think I can find it for some reason. Um, okay. So, yes, that's enough. We're going to move on to our weekly topical um, conversation point this week, which is all about children. Um, but we're going to take a little break before that because I'm dying for the toilet. Um, so we'll be right back in like two seconds because there's no advert. So see you soon. Hello, and we're back. Now, we always do a weekly topical uh, segment on this show, and this week is going to be all about children. Now, before we get into this topic, I'd like to put like a quotation trigger warning for those people out there who are easily offended. Um, not by children, I suppose, but just... What would you say, girls? What's the trigger warning? Just around the topic of talking about children and maybe wanting or not wanting. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're easily offended or triggered by that, then this is maybe the segment to listen to. You can fast forward to maybe in, in an hour's time because this will be a long segment. Um, so yeah, that's your trigger warning. Leave now or forever hold your peace. Right. So I we're going to get into this, and I'm going to just give a bit about my viewpoint on children, and then we can each into the topic a little bit so i'm the more harsh person i would say on this podcast but i'll start off and then you'll be comfortable saying how you truly feel <laughs> so i hate children um i have children in my life um like younger cousins and things but i don't want my own children i never have and i never will um it's easier for me to say that as a gay man i don't have to worry about getting anyone pregnant but i don't see the point in them. Um, they wouldn't make me happy. Um, they're always sick all the time. They destroy all your expensive good stuff. When they're sick or when you're sick, for example, you have to still find the energy to look after them. You have to discipline them. You have to watch what you say. You know, there's shit and piss everywhere. Children's TV is so annoying. YouTube for children is so annoying. Like Coco Melon and fucking in, in the Night Garden, all those programs. Um, they ask a million questions. Why, 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 why? I can't stand it. I also like freedom. I like doing my own things. I don't like to be tied down and have to get a babysitter or blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, and as, as a gay man, I have the privilege of not worrying about ever having children. Um, 
but for you ladies, it is a different kettle of fish altogether. Um, so what are your viewpoints on children? Uh, uh, there's a lot of questions and there'll be a lot of like different layers to this conversation, but I'll, I'll start off with just my first question for you. And uh, each of you is, do you have children in your lives? Um, if not, you know, it, it doesn't have to be your own child. It can be, is there any children in your life? Um, and if there's no children in your life, or even if there is, do you want children of your own? And we'll start with Mel. So I don't really have like any children like in my life. So I don't really have any like nieces or nephews or anything. And like, you know, my extended family live you know like an hour and a half away so i don't really see like cousins and their kids and stuff so don't really have kids like in my life but i do want them at some point so what i would say is like see everything you said like mm-hmm. i 100 percent agree like it like the logical part of my brains like yes that makes so much sense and if you had asked me when i was 25 i would have thought the same thing and been like oh yeah like no way not for me like mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just think there's like something biologically and like, I'm just going to caveat this. I'm not a scientist. Don't come at me. Uh-huh. But like, I just think there's, there is something different between men and women. Like, yeah. and I find it since I've turned 30, like I'm not saying I'm, well, Shani, it's going to be fuming of me for saying this. <laughs> I was just going to say, if Paddy McIlary is listening to this podcast, he will be fucking clapping his hands. Cause I know, but that women, when they turn 30, there's something changes in them and then they want children well see like i've always kind of known that i've wanted them do you know what i mean but it was like in my you know 20s i was like oh god i can't be asked like with the getting a babysitter doing all that kind of thing and this is very rich of me to say as a single person as well like yeah. you know it's not really on the cards for me anytime soon but i don't know i think as you get older i think like just as a woman there's just something happens to you and like i can't explain it mm-hmm. and you're just like oh yeah like this is something that I want. Like, I'm not saying all women either, like, but I just think there's something kind of biologically that happens to you where you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. So, like, I think it's on the cards for me, like, sometime in mm-hmm. the future. When? I don't know. But, yeah, it's a it's a weird one because, like, the logical bit of my brain is, like, everything you've said is 100% true. Like, yeah. it just makes sense. But, yeah. Um, What about you, Saz? So I do have children in my life. I have three nieces and two nephews and they're my absolute life. Like, yeah, I would go to the ends of the earth for them. Like, do you know what I mean? But I don't want my own children. And I also have a lot of cousins with children, friends with children, Mm -hmm. all the rest. And like, I'm so happy being, I was going to say the cool auntie, but I'm probably not even cool. Like, I'll just be the auntie. (laughs) But like, I think like whenever you say that you don't want children, like, some people just assume that you hate children and that's not the case yeah. for me at all like i'm sure it is yeah, just yeah, for yeah. some people like um but like no for me i just i i don't want them i don't have a reason i don't think i need to but like and we'll probably get on to it later too like about when people ask you and stuff but mm-hmm. like yes my mind might change but i do not see that happening at all like mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't see it in my future maybe we'll get to some point and like i'm 31 so I can go with Sinead's point <laughs> that nothing's changed in me. <laughs> I can back that up. Again, it's not the same for everyone. Like, But um, I don't know if you've come across the term dink before. Oh, my God, yeah. Kind of, Double yeah. income, no kids. No kids. But there's also dinkwad, 
So there's double and dog. no kids with a dog. Yeah. So <laughs> I my future's either gonna be hopefully a dinkwad or a sinkwad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I came across this on TikTok and like I love watching those videos, but it's it's just so funny. Well funny to me but also angers me. So funny to me how softy some people are in those comments about yeah. like your life's worthless, like, you know, until you have a child and all this there. And like, mm-hmm. like a lot of the ones that I watch are married and don't have children. And like literally came across a comment the other day that a girl was replying to, like somebody said, what's the point in getting married if you're not going to have children? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, people have children and don't get married. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but yeah. like, you don't have to get married to have children and you don't have to have children to get married or whatever the other way around yeah, is. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, for me, it's just, again like if we revisit this podcast in a couple of years or something and maybe i have a child i don't know <laughs> but i don't see it happen and uh, what about you shastra do you have children in your life do you want your own yes yeah, so i think we're a bit even keel the four of us because there's two of those two of us that don't want them mm-hmm. and there's two of us that do so obviously i do have children in my life so i'm an only child as you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so my watch has just decided to jump in on that. Sorry. Okay. Apologising. Anyway. <laughs> um, but I do have, uh, so my two best friends have children. So I've got a best friend with a little girl, not too little anymore. She's three. Uh, my other best friend has an eight-year-old and she's got one on the way who is uh-huh. imminent and I'm extremely excited. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I am quite broody at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I, if you would... If, now, this is similar to what Saza said, what Mela said, sorry. So if you would have asked younger me, I probably would have gone, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure about that, you know, or mm-hmm. it'll happen when it happens. But when I got to about, I think, 18, 19, I think it was 19, actually, um, one of my childhood friends, one of my longest friends, uh, became pregnant with their first child. Now she's my age, so she's she's twenty nine like me. Um, she now has four children. Um, so obviously I do want children. I don't want a football team. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure my other half would agree with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the children I have around me, I love them very dearly. Um, I do see them regularly. Uh, I have a friend whose son I have quite regularly. Um, that is a whole different backstory. Um, but yeah, they are very close to me, and you know, there, there's always that joke of, uh, oh, you can get them on a sugar rush before you send them home to the mum. You know, give feed them loads of sweets, <laughs> send them home, bouncing and all this. I don't actually do that. <laughs> like I, I think I, I've always been the cool auntie. So because I didn't have um, children as young as some of my friends, which is fine. That's their choice. I've got nothing against them. Like that's when they chose to have children, whether they were accidents or not, it's a completely different story again. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do love them all very dearly. And I feel as though, like, you know, I'm at this point in my life where I know deep down I'm I'm, I'm meant to be a parent, I'm mm-hmm. meant to be a mum. So that that is what I want is one of my future plans. Again, if my other half is listening, I can feel him rolling his eyes. But <laughs> it is... It is, you know, it is it is definitely what I want. Um, as I say that they are I'd do anything for them. Like what Sarah said, I'd go I'd literally go to the end of the air for any of these kids that I've mentioned and they know that. You know, well, a couple of them are too small to know that, but when they when they grow up they'll realise, you know, and I just have a feeling, you know, one of my friends made a joke, oh, 
when my girl's such an age, the minute she acts out, she'll be dumped on your doorstep and you'll have to deal with her. Because I won't be I can't deal with her when she's this age. Can you imagine when she's fifteen and she wants someone to go to the shop for her and all of this? And I'm like, I'm not going to the shop for a fifteen year old. Like I won't be that I'm yeah, I'm cool, but I'm I'm not gonna you know, break rules and stuff. But yeah, no, it's it's nice that they think of me in that way. You know, it it is it is a big compliment, and it's for me, it's nice that I'm I'm trusted with other people's children because that's you know, my friends have said to me they've all said the same thing. A child is the most precious thing that you can have. Like that, that's how they've that's how it's made them feel. You know, it doesn't matter what they've got in the house, and it's it's you know, obviously not for you, but like for them. <laughs> For them, it's the most precious thing that they, that they can have, and like to be trusted with the, you know the welfare of a child, even for a few hours, is a big thing. I'm good. I know I'm good with kids. You know, I have yeah. I have that confidence. You know, um. So it, yeah, and an, another thing people have said to me, right? They've said, "Oh, but you're a cat mom. Is that not enough?" Mm. Well, it's not that it isn't enough. It's different. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I have I have three cats. They're all extremely different. The house is like a circus most of the time. Um, so you caught me at a good time. No one's you know kicking the living shit out of someone else. Um, the, the two of them get on. Obviously, I've got one that doesn't like the boys. You know, she hates men. Um, but yeah, and it's 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 completely different. So they said, oh, would you would you really want you know a newborn and three cats? Like, will your house stink? Like, well, one, I'm not a mess. I clean my house. Two, I made a choice to have those cats. Like that, that's that's what I wanted. Like I, I, you know, to be fair, I went shopping for a puppy when I got my first cat. I don't know how I ended up with a kitten, but you know, there we are. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, it is something that that I definitely want, and I am at a very broody stage in life. Like like I said, my friends with the baby on the way. Mm-hmm. Like she's, I think she's classed as she's in slow labour at the minute. So. It's literally a case of, oh, she's arrived and I'll be round there like a shot and I'll be literally like, give me mm-hmm. your child because it's, yeah. And um, people talk about the baby smell, you know, that, that oh, smell yeah. at new, but I, I love all that. All, I, I love it. I, I love I'd it. rather have Blue de Chanel, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that brings me on to my like next question. And there, like, Shasha, you're 29 years old, so you're almost 30. So there actually might be method in what Patty says. And sorry, Shanine, but it could be true. Um, it's okay, girls, you can say it. She's in Portugal. She's not going to get you. Um, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um, that brings me on to my next question. Um, so if, in the case of, well, I suppose you could like flip this. In the case of Mel and Shastra, would you feel fulfilled if, unfortunately, it turned out that you didn't have children in the future? And I suppose the flip for that is, like, if you ended up having a child, would you feel fulfilled? So we'll go with Mel again, just in mental order. Love it. Um, so I think if I didn't have them, there would probably be, like, a wee thread of me that would be like, oh, do you know that's sad? I wonder what if. Mm-hmm. But, like would my life be over no do you know what i mean like yeah. i would still have my job i'd still have my friends i would still you know be able to go on holidays and do all that kind of thing so like it's more just you know there would probably always be that little thought of every so often like, oh, i wonder what if that would have been you know what that would have been like if that had have happened but would my life be over you know would it consume my thoughts every day for the rest of my life probably not do you know what i mean um so yeah, I think 
yeah it's a weird one for sure and what about you shasta would you if it unfortunately didn't end up happening for you would it like would you would it be the be all and end all um it, it would depend to be honest it would depend why it didn't happen so my fear like as a woman who hasn't had kids yet and watching all my friends that have my fear is that i won't be able to have them naturally for some mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm. and i know loads of people say to me oh shash don't think like that like you, you don't know like you don't you don't know what's on the card the cards for you um touch wood that doesn't happen but if it was something like i couldn't have them naturally then i would probably look into adoption because mm-hmm. I have always that that's something that I when I was younger I did think, oh, I'd like to maybe have one of my own kids and then give a child give a child another good life that hasn't had, you know, a, a good start. Maybe a, a crackhead's pop one out and it's it's gone into the care system and you know, that child needs needs a good home rather than to be surrounded by crack pipes and different men coming through the door every five minutes. But it's mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's one of them. I think I'd I'd try other options if I could yeah, well, okay. touch wood. Hopefully it isn't it isn't a case of that. But yeah, I I would like to try other options. I mean, I know the adoption process is really hard. Like I I know people who have fostered and have adopted. Like I couldn't foster. I tell you that now, I couldn't foster because no, yeah, if yeah. I got attached to that child and they got attached to me and there was a chance they'd be taken away from me. No. No. Mm-hmm. That that's not something that I'd be willing to chance i mean i know they say oh but it's it's fulfilling you know if you'll 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 let that child go when they grow up and you'll get someone no no and i admire the people who who can do that Mm -hmm. and they're okay with having the that sort of knowing that sort of separation is coming maybe maybe they're like stronger people than i am but i I definitely couldn't do it but i wouldn't say my life would be over i'd I'd just say that i would look at other options because it it would upset me yeah. And what about you, Faz? If you if it was like flipped and you ended up having children, how would you feel about that? I mean, yeah, like I would be well, obviously depending on the circumstances. Hopefully, it was like for a good reason and not mm-hmm. because of something bad that happened that I ended up like having a child. If you know what I mean? But like. Yeah, like I think I would still be happy. Like absolutely. Like as I say, like I I love like I do love children. Like do you know what I mean? But uh-huh. I just it just isn't something that I want. But if I was to have a child, like yes, that would be great. But I don't think it would make me feel more fulfilled than not having a child. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't think it would be that. Yeah, I don't think I would feel any more fulfilled or less fulfilled uh-huh. having or not having a child. Maybe it's very wrong because yeah. I know people say like whenever you have a child like it's just it's like nothing else and like uh-huh. it's a completely different bond and stuff like that and yes like maybe that is the case but I wouldn't know that until it happened yeah it happened um I guess in my thing about fulfillment I can't biologically have a child well I can but not as a gay couple uh, well you can but I'm not going to get into the logistics <laughs> of all that but um I guess in my opinion um We'll go back to the thing about, like, some, you were saying earlier, Sal, about some parents, like, in the comment section say, like, oh, my God, this is my life. What's the point of getting married if you you know all that thing or thing? I mean, me and Nick got married last year, and in my viewpoint is this is my life. It's no one else's. I'm here for me and myself and my experience on this earth, me, long or short, that is. Um... 
and I think there's this whole, especially with males, it's there's this whole toxic, which we'll get into more detail later, but there's this whole toxic kind of thing where men are, they need to continue on the legacy of their family name. Um, and it's, I, I struggle with that because in, in terms of me and Nick, for example, we talk each other's names, so we're O'Connor Jones. And in our lives, that name will die with me and Nick. So in my viewpoint, like, I don't have a legacy to carry on. I'm not that insecure that I need to carry on a legacy. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you don't need to make it your personality of, I need to have a child to continue this family name because I'm such a fucking man. Like, you don't need to carry that kind of thing on. But um, my legacy is me. I'm here for me. And... I'm living my legacy. I don't need to carry that on, is what I'm trying to say. Like, my family is going to die with me. I'm not insecure. I don't need to continue. I don't need to continue a legacy. I am the fucking legacy because I'm living my life right now. Um, so I am fulfilled in my life without a child. And I respect people who, you know, if, if you need a child to have that fulfillment, that's absolutely, that's fine for you. But you should not judge other people for that like if you you know what i mean trying to say if you don't want a child mm-hmm. like blah 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 um so bring on me to the next question so have you been judged for wanting a child or have you been judged for not wanting a child so I'll st- oh, sorry, i'm just gonna go in here again as a gay man i don't feel like i have been judged because in society's viewpoint i don't get asked that question based on my sexuality um, I don't think men in general, if they're in a heterosexual relationship, I don't think men in general get asked that question. It all comes down to the woman. And I know, you know, with personal experience from people in my life that people get asked that question um, when they maybe aren't in relationships or they are in relationships. And it's like, the first question is, when are you going to give us a big day? Meaning when. So it's like, it's this generational thing more so of this is the dumb thing, you get married to have children. Um, so th- I think there's a difference in men and women in society and who gets asked the question, who doesn't. So my question to you, I'm on a tangent now, is have you been judged for wanting children? Have you been judged for not wanting them? So we'll start with Mel again. I am. Um, so I don't really get asked the question, to be honest, like as a sort of as I say, like a single person, I sort of have escaped it for yeah. so long. Um, so people don't really ask me because they, I can't really do a fucking Virgin Mary Immaculate Conception job here. Like, so do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't really, I don't get the question. So like I've avoided it thus far, but I'm sure like if I did have a partner, you know, turning 30 and stuff, people would be like, when's the big day? When are you going to give us kids? Yeah. But do you just know like from you know, the standpoint of friends and stuff who have, you know, been in long-term relationships and got married and stuff, like, as soon as they've got married, like, their heads have been demented with mm-hmm. people asking, oh, when, when he's going to have kids? And, you know, I do have friends who don't want them. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, I think I've escaped it thus far, but it definitely is, like, a bit of a, a problem. Like, yeah. a, as you say, like, it's generational. It's, like, the yeah. next generation up from us are just so nosy and I think it's so like prevalent nowadays that people talk about you know infertility and stuff and like Mm. you just don't know why people don't have kids so like it's not your fucking business yeah exactly like it's a bit rude so like I think whenever our generation gets older I think like that will probably 
die with us you know like in a way uh, i will say just on the back of that that i have seen on facebook a lot of people that i went to school with and they're now having children and quite frankly some of them shouldn't have children and um <laughs> i mean i forgot my train of thought now um I do think you should have to do a test to have children and I don't mean like oh in a bad way but it's like you should have to prove that you can like financially support them and that you're not like a complete what? reprobate like before you are allowed to reproduce I do For think me, that. It's not even financial it's about who you are as a person there should be some psychological evaluation done I don't know moral evaluation done and I would feel it so thank god um about having kids and if you feel that test man or woman you get sterilized because the amount of people that have children on this planet who should not have children is ridiculous and there are good people out there who can't have children they struggle with fertility and they Agreed. can pop out 20. yeah and it rags have like seven and they all go into the yeah. care system it rags my then- tights so that's why i don't we'll get into the this is another point that's why i don't believe in the fucking god and religion and stuff because he gives crackheads babies, but he doesn't give a lovely couple in a cottage a baby who wants them. Um, stereotypical, I know, but whatever. Um, so, uh, on the basis of you are saying to people that you don't want children, um, have you been judged for saying that? Yeah, and like more so in recent years, I suppose, as I get older, like as then 31, but like Melissa, I'm single too, which like, like you'd think the question wouldn't come up or it wouldn't be you know something but like people seem shocked whenever I say like I don't want children and it's like it's never just a case of them saying all right fair enough you know whatever it's always followed up with oh you'll change your mind oh but you know you'd make such a good mummy and all this kind of thing just because I would doesn't mean you should do you know what I mean but like mm-hmm. yes like I say I might change my mind at some point I can't see it happening myself but like I, I don't, I'm not going to do it just because it's what's expected of me because I'm a woman. Like, I wasn't put on this earth just to breed children. Like, do you know what I mean? And again, it comes back to that, like, traditional thing of, like, basically the woman was there to, like, have a child and all the rest. Um, and people do say you'll regret it. And maybe I will, but it's better to regret not having a child than to regret having a child. Mm-hmm. If I regret not having a child, that's on me. But if I regret having a child, that's going to mess up their life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd rather take that risk of me feeling shit about not having a child than like ruining a child's life because I don't want them. Like I don't again, I don't think that would happen if I did have a child. But like I don't know, but it just it just seems that when you say you don't want children, it's almost like an eye roll, like, oh we'll come mm-hmm. back to it, you know, because you're gonna change your mind at some point. And kinda like what you said about like the fellas, like I in fairness I've never really been part of many conversations where a fella's been asked which again is maybe because they're not asked as much I don't know I can't speak yeah, for yeah, men yeah. but I think if a man was asked if they said no it would be like all right okay fair enough no end of conversation you know what I mean but it's not the same for a woman I think that's just a, it's, a, it's obviously like a biological thing women give birth to babies and they're seen as okay back in olden days they were seen as more like the caregivers they were the ones that brought mm-hmm. up the children so maybe that's why women get asked more and hopefully as, as time progresses we women won't be asked that question because 
as male was saying, it could be fertility issues. You shouldn't ask that question, but it's it's just a stereotypical no. They people think they're doing good by asking that question, especially generational. Um, but it's a question that shouldn't be asked. It's up to you whether you want to share that information. I know it's, there, it's hypocritical to be saying yeah, no, you those questions. Okay, no, but I think that's true. But I, like, I, I do want to say, like, I'm grateful that I'm able to make the choice for myself that I don't want yeah. children because I know some people don't get that choice. It's taken away from them if they can't have children. And like, look, mm-hmm, like, that mm-hmm. must be completely heartbreaking. And like it, it could happen to me if I decided that I want to do have children because I haven't mm-hmm. looked into it. I don't know. And like obviously I'm getting to a certain age where, as I say, you know, your biological clock's ticking and stuff like that. So I, I do understand that like I'm in a lucky position where I've made that decision for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Shastra, what has your experience been? Have you been judged for wanting children? Um, To be honest, it's been a little bit of the opposite. Uh. So my friends who've, who've got children, um, and they won't mind me saying this if they are listening, um, they, they've got to a point now where they've either, you know, say they've got one child each, and they've, they've made a joke with, with me and Eric, and they've gone, when are you going to give me a newborn to hold? Like, why, why is this taking so long? Like, no. you have been together, like, nearly five and a half years, like, what, and all of this. And it's like, well, you know, it's not really something that we've thought about like on you know we are obviously we have had that conversation and it is hopefully in our future plans but it's you know you you know my working background you know i did the best part of 10 years in hotels Mm -hmm. and i worked really hard at that i worked to get myself right up the ladder and i'm proud of that i'm proud of what i've done um and obviously now i'm i'm working as a support worker in a hostel for young adults with substance misuse issues and mental health issues and that is obviously a challenge in itself. So I, I would say um, out of a lot of my friends, I would say I was the one that's been career-minded for the past mm-hmm. 10 years because um, I'm looking at it as, as over the space of about of about 10 years because I you know I, I did have a friend who had, who had a child young and he's older now. So, um, yeah, and then... Well, my own mother, for in, for instance, she thinks she's still too young to be a nan. So she judges me on the fact that I want children because she's like, oh, my God, no, like, uh, I can't imagine, like, uh, kind of thing. But I know for a fact that when, when I do have them, that her mind will change. Yeah. Like, she'll, she, she, it'll be her grandchild and it'll be completely different and, it, you know. Um, but... Yeah, like I say, it's it's not something that a lot of it's not something that everyone likes talking about. You know what I mean? It it, it mm. is a very sensitive subject for a lot of people. Hence your disclaimer at the start. Yeah. But it's um yeah, for me that's that I haven't really felt the judgment and I've always kind of brushed it off as a joke, like when people have said, When are you gonna give me a newborn to hold? Like mm-hmm. that line, I said, Oh, Listen, I'll have my day. You'll you'll get the, you'll get to hold the child when it arrives. That kind of thing, but yeah. it's not one of them. Like I'm I'm hell bent and focused on it. Um, I've give give you an example. One of my one a girl I used to work with. Uh, well, lady I used to work with. Uh, quite recently, had her second child at the age of forty one. Um, mm-hmm. now this child was an accident. Mm-hmm. So, um, she left the hotel I worked in not long after me. So the most recent hotel I worked in, uh, she left not long after me uh, for various reasons. 
and she went to work with a fella who was her boss. She slept with her boss and he ends up getting her pregnant. And now he wants absolutely nothing to do with the child. Um, so she is single parenting this, this child, which she fully prepared herself for. Um, however, she only fully prepared herself for this near the end of her full term. I think she was about 30 weeks pregnant when he said he didn't want anything to do with her. Oh, God. So like all, all this way along, he's he's been... I don't know how supportive he's been. I honestly really don't know the ins and outs of their relationship, but they broke up while she was pregnant. And um, he, he ended up saying, like, oh, I, I don't want anything to do with, with the child after giving her loads of money because he was he was actually quite rich um, and loads of stuff for the baby and stuff like that. So she feels as though she's been judged in a way because a lot of when she found out she was pregnant, she said she was scared to tell a lot of her friends because of her age. Right. But I said, well, if it's something that you want and you're happy to have another child, then does it really matter what they think as long as you're happy? I mean, in today's day and age, 41 is not old to have a baby. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's... Look at Tina Malone. She did it at 50. I know it was IVF, like, but still. Yeah, well, we'll talk about her. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it happens. I think if people want them, you know, and they, they, do, they do want to try everything to have them and they want to make the effort, then they will. You know, it's... It's yeah. one of them. It's, it's a choice. It is. It is. It is a oh, choice yeah. to travel, isn't it? It's an. It's like a, a really. It's like probably one of the most important choices any person, predominantly woman, can make in their lives because having a child completely changes your life. It changes your structure. You're completely tied down. You can no longer think to yourself at, for yourself. You have to put your child first over yourself, which is something I couldn't do. I mean, I think I'm not selfish in saying this. Like my life is for me. Even to go out shopping, you have to take a nappy bag and do all this. And what could be a 20-minute trip now becomes a two-hour trip. You're completely tied down versus the childless person who's completely free to do their grocery shopping in 20 minutes or go to the cinema or do all this stuff. Um, on to my next point. Um, and again, if you're not comfortable answering these, you don't have to answer these questions. But um, do you ever get pressure off your parents for grandchildren? And we'll start with Mel again. Well, like I say, as a single person, I just escape all of this drama because, yeah, like, it's not as if I can just do it by myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, no, like, I don't really get get the pressure, to be honest. No. I think my mum and dad are quite chill, to be honest. They're kind of like, if it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. They're not, like, you know, the type of parents who'd be like, oh, we want grandchildren, you know, yesterday type of thing so no i think they're pretty chill like um but yeah i i feel like i escape all of this drama and questions <laughs> just by being single so heavily advocate for that love it what about you sas no like it's never been said like again maybe because i'm single i don't know but like as far as i'm aware like my sisters i have two sisters and a brother and like it was never said to them or like you know i want grandchildren or anything like that um yeah like because i just I, I think it's just one of the, but again of different people and stuff but like yeah i think in our house again like mel said they're kind of chill if it happens it happens and like there's five in our house already mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so we're blessed with them like definitely and if any more come along that's great but there was never like i want grandchildren that's yeah. my knowledge anyway yeah, and so you've already touched on your mum's like she doesn't want to be a granny yet. 
I still, still think she's too young. I think she's still bloody 40 in her head. My mum <laughs> was late when she had me. So, well, not late. It was late in them days. Mum was 37 when she had me, I think. 36, okay. 37. Um, I've always said I didn't want to be the same age when I have my mum. When, when I have my mum. When I have a child. I've been like the same age as my mum when I have a child. Um. But no, she's never really put pressure on me. The only thing she said as of recently, she said to me, for the love of God, please learn to drive before you have a child. Because, <laughs> like, you know, even even having um, my friend's little boy, like, quite recently, getting on and off a fucking bus with a pram mm-hmm. that's like a fucking bus, it's a completely different... Uh, it's a completely different ball game, honestly. And I wouldn't like myself to be in that in that position um, to be getting on and off buses because another thing, that I, if you would have asked me weeks ago what was ragging the shit out of me, it was the fact that I was in a bus stop with the baby for an hour and a half because four buses went past us that already had two prams on, so therefore we couldn't get on. Oh god! And it's like the driver will say to you, "Can you not take him out and fold the pram down?" Well, one, he's asleep. Two, I'm not going to trust a random stranger to hold the baby while Mm. I like fold the pram. You know what I mean? I can't. I was on my own. I couldn't do it. So I'd hate for myself to be in that situation. But no, no pressure. I think if my dad was still around, he 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 wouldn't. He'd be quite chill about it. But my Mm. parents were very like no sex before marriage. Like that was, they got married four years before they had me, like that kind of thing. And obviously that's not really a big thing now. Like loads, most people have kids before they get married. Most people have kids and don't get married. Yeah. Like that's, that's a thing. But no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he'd pressure me into it, but I think he, he would be, he'd be like my mum, like he'd be shocked at first. My mum mm-hmm. probably won't speak to me for about six months when it does happen. Um, and then she'll she'll be excited about it, you know, when she when she realizes. But it's, yeah, it, like I say, it, I haven't had any any pressure from my mum only to to get driving and stuff, which is in progress. So yeah, very good, all good. Um, so this might be a bit of an offensive question. So apologies if you. Well, actually, not a. I don't care if you're offended. It's my podcast. Turn it off. Um, do people only do you think do people only have children because it's the dumb thing it's what's happened before them either do you think they have them because there's nothing better to do um or which i think is the reason do you think it's to have someone to look after you in your old age mel what do you think so i don't know if we will have like get like have kids look after them in their old age like because people move away like th- that's just the dumb thing now to like move mm. away and stuff so like at, like i wouldn't have kids for that reason or like it wouldn't even really cross my mind to be honest but i think if person. people sorry <laughs> you're a good person you have children for the right fucking reason um but yeah it's um i think if people didn't you know, make out like, oh, this is the best thing that will ever happen to you. And, you know, you'll not be fulfilled. Like if people didn't go on like that, I think less people probably would have children. Mm. I think people maybe do it like just to, you know, not see what happens. That's the wrong way to put it. But, you know, you don't want to miss out on that kind of thing. You yeah. know, that people always say like, oh, this is the best thing. Whereas, you know, like in my head, you can't take it back. Like you can't just you don't get a receipt with this kid like and be like oh actually i don't really want this one anymore um 
so yeah I, d- I don't know i do feel like people feel the pressure just like oh yeah you're married now you like you have to have kids i think people don't really not that they don't think about it but it's just it is the dumb thing to do mm-hmm. so maybe people just you know go into blindly and think oh yeah this is what we should be doing yeah rather than do i actually want this yeah i think like for me and nick i think hopefully when people look at our lives they're, they're a bit jealous because we have a bit of freedom because we don't have children um I, I, I personally speaking, I think there's a bit of jealousy from parents to childless people because they're the ones at home on a Friday night having to put their babies to bed while we are out having some nice meal. It doesn't have to be party, party, party all the time, but it's like, you know, that, that will, that's what me and Nick's life is going to be forever. We're not going to have that where we have to choose, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think there's also a jealousy there on top of those reasons. But what do you think that Saz and Shastra are hard to say together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure like Mel said, like I definitely think there's some people do it just because it's kind of the dumb thing. Yeah. Um, and it, it has actually been said to me before, um, interestingly enough, by an older person or older people who don't have children, uh-huh. have said to me, well, who's going to look after you when you're younger? Uh-huh. I've never had it from someone who has a child. So in that way, I was kind of like, oh, right. But at the same time, I don't think that's a reason to have a child. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't think that's why I was brought into this world. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. Like, And yet, like, look at me and my... I, I don't think anyone should ever expect... Mm someone to look after them either do you know what I mean like and me and my siblings like we'll definitely look after like my mom and my aunties and uncles and stuff like that but it was never like something that was set out like you know as an expectation kind of thing do you know what I mean and like when you talk about the jealousy part like I definitely get that sometimes because you know like when you're like oh I can't wait to go out tomorrow night or like have a last minute plans or something like that but what really annoys me is like when you say oh my god I'm so tired and it's like oh well imagine having a child and I'm like well I can still be tired but not have a child like you know what I mean or like oh I'm so stressed at work or whatever and they're like oh well imagine having to do that with a child and look after a child as well and I'm like well but that's your decision yeah, that's not my sure. decision just because I don't have a child doesn't mean I'm not stressed or tired yeah. anytime do you know what I mean it's like one up in so it's like yeah you can't be stressed you can't be tired you don't yeah. have what i have and that's where i think the jealousy comes in because you are complaining about the life that they want so they're yeah, like because that's what i want you can't be complaining you can't be because i don't want to picture a life where you're stressed or tired because yeah. i am stressed and tired but if i didn't have the child i would want your life i know or sometimes it's had as well like when you say oh like I don't know, like if they say, oh, I'm so tired, like the child was up all night or something, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't do that. Because like, like I I get it's absolutely exhausting. Like, you know, from having looked after like my women and stuff, I've total respect for parents. But like when I'm like, oh, like I was tired at work or something and they're like, oh, well, you can do both. Like you can have a child and you can be tired and still function at work. Yeah, you can, but it doesn't mean I want to. Do you know what I mean? Like it's- Yeah. Tying in with that, like kind of like, plan situation i do not like it when parents cancel plans on a childless person last minute i don't care if your child is sick i don't care that you've got a bad night's sleep you can tell me in the morning that you've canceled the plans and that's fine give me a bit more notice why does my life have to revolve around you having a child i will say as a childless person <laughs> 
like, I will say as a childless person, a baby, it's like obviously we've different opinions on children in general, even though we yeah. both don't want them. But like, again, maybe it's just been so close to my nieces and nephews. Like, I would get like if they were sick or something. Like, I don't know, me and my sister were supposed to go shopping tomorrow or something. And one of the children was up all night sick or something and stuff. I'd be fine. Like, all right, that's fine. You know, if you need you to calm or whatever. You text me in the night and you say the child sick. So when I wake up in the morning, I know not to go shopping. Or like, if it happened this morning, say they were sick and we were supposed to go out tonight, but like they were hoping that they'd get better during the day and they didn't. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I personally wouldn't hold it against anyone. <clears throat> no, I do because I my life I'm here for me and I don't like my time being wasted. That's harsh, but it's it's my truth. If you wake up in the morning and your child is sick and you're hoping to go out that night, then you tell me that your child is sick and you're hoping. So I can still make other arrangements. So I'm oh, not yeah, hiding. yeah, I'd probably say oh, like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, text me and say like they were sick. Yeah. I'm still hoping I can go out, but like just letting you know that it might Yeah, thing with parents versus childless people is it's communication if i'm gonna like my friends are now starting to have children and it's like it's communication i don't mind you having a child as much as i hate children if you want a child that's good for you i'm not going to judge you for having a child but i think parents judge childless people for not having children that's the difference here um yes there are ill-mannered little brats but i'm not going to judge you for having them i judge you for your for how they behave and you're not disciplining them that's totally different and i'm off on a tangent here i've had a few gins so i'm not actually linking storage i'm making sense but you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> um, i think like on a similar thread to what you're saying though like i hate when parents like expect you to like move the earth for them like yes. do you see all those stories like about like airlines and stuff where like people have been on flights and it's like oh well i paid to book this seat and like parents are expecting you to move so that they can all sit together and it's like well no because like if you wanted to sit together you should have booked the seats and that person shouldn't have to move for you you know like that kind of thing i hate it's like you know as you say like you've chose to have children like you shouldn't kind of put that on other people to kind of you know not pander to you but you know what i mean like move the earth to make your life easier Oh, 100%. Um, it kind of brings me on to a point where it's like, I have worked in retail, I have worked in hospitality. And when parents, and not, not this is a generalization, so don't get offended, parents in public, in my opinion, in general, let their children run around, do what they want, create havoc and mess, and act like the general public or the people who are working in the restaurant or the bar or the shop are the children's babysitters and it winds me up it's like you had to desperately have this child you need to look after just because you're out enjoying yourself you're having a drink you're letting this with your girlfriends over uh your latte era you know (laughs) know, look after your sprawl because no one else wants to do it you think someone in a restaurant who's carrying a hot bowl of soup around wants to be dodging your child when around? Because I'll tell you for something, if that waitress or waiter dropped that bowl of soup on your child, you would be taking up them for act legal action whenever they dropped it on them, whenever it's your fault you weren't watching your fucking child. 
rag yeah, no. like shit i've had so and i'm on one now i've had so many experiences in that industry of parents who just act like this child is not my problem when they're in public we were in a restaurant me and nick years ago it was a may day bank holiday years ago never forget it and me and nick were like sitting in a corner by a window and beside us to the left was this table of like eight adults it was at 9 p.m. This two, th- two three-year-old toddler should have been in bed by that point, but not to judge people's parents. And... But should have been in bed. And this child was running around the restaurant and it, it came behind Nick and went. So our table was beside a window. It came around Nick and went into the window. So this child was between the window and off. And we're like, hello, are you lost? <laughs> Fuck off. Are you lost? <laughs> like, and the parents didn't give a shit. Now, I'm not saying that child could have got snatched, but honey, that's a snatcher's wet dream. Parents who do not look after their children like that, people get kidnapped, and then they're like Madeline McCann on the fucking news, going, "Her poor child got kidnapped. Your child got kidnapped because you didn't look on that, looking fuck after it." Does my head in? No, I totally get what you mean. And like every child can, I mean, have their outbursts and all. It's what, it, you know, but I think it's up to the parents to like, as you say, like in that situation, like pull them to the side, pull them back over to them. Like, again, I don't have children, so not to shit on anyone's parenting style, but see this whole gentle parenting. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> it's this whole gentle parenting just like, I just find hilarious. Like, it does no harm for a child to be shouted at. And I don't mean like, you don't have to be yeah. up screaming in their face, but like it happened to us when we were younger. It did no harm. Like we got the odd scout when we were younger, did us absolutely no harm. Mm-hmm. You were threatened with a wooden spoon and the Sally rod. Like, in fact, you were told to go down to the lane, down the lane and pick your own Sally rod that you were going to get yeah. a scout with. Like, do you know what I mean? It put manners on us. Like it absolutely did us no harm. And like, I think like these children with especially with the gentle parenting they're going to grow up as snowflakes and like i'm sorry people in the real world aren't going to speak to them like that for the rest of their lives like they're not going to be prepared for what's to come hashtag be more kevin because that's what the world is like <laughs> um i think there's people out there that have kids for money as well oh yeah they fucking like, have the benefit um, system and they have about five fathers yeah, people people have eight kids and rake it in yeah, yeah, they absolutely oh. do. They're the ones that really fucking grate my nips because it's like... <laughs> I love that thing, grate my nips. <laughs> Literally. Like, if they just, honestly, they just, uh, I just think, like, uh, for, for the people who, who can't have them and then it's people who, there's people who are like, oh, I can't have them. If you have four, I can get more benefits. I can yeah. get that um that crushed velvet set, and I can get I can get live laugh love love on the wall and oh, <laughs> that as well. And I can uh, I can get it I can get a new a new couch on the pay monthly, and I can get this and I can get that and I can have a big telly, and then um I'll have them all to different dads, so I end up a single mom, and then I can go and date a drug dealer, and it's like. <laughs> So when I lived in Walton, I lived next to someone who was like that. <laughs> Say that again. If people weren't offended before, they'll be offended now, which I love. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have listened up to this point. If they... <laughs> um, so I have another story about, um, which happened recently. It was December. Um, I was working in a shop over Christmas. And there was this mother and father with their two children. 
And these children, you know those little white kind of paper firecracker things? You fire them on the ground oh. and they make like a banging noise. But they also make a mess. So these parents were going around the shop, letting their children do this up every single aisle. So I had enough. So I went up to what, is, what I assumed was the mother. And I goes, excuse me, are these your children? She goes like, no. But as soon as I said that, the father popped his head around the other aisle and instant attitude. Now, I don't want to say he was of a lower class and scumbag, but I've said it, so there we go. Um, he was of that calibre, so you instantly knew his children are scum, scum breed scum. And he instantly back up and I said, oh, would you just mind asking them to stop, you know, firing it because it's making a lot of mess and the staff have to clean it up and it, it's not fair, you know what I mean? And he was like, um, I'll let my children do whatever the fuck they want. And for you that know me, that don't fly. So I instantly lost my shit. I screamed in his face and I said, teach your fucking children some fucking manners. And now luckily I was in a position to do that where I am married to the boss. So I can say what I want and no repercussions will happen. <laughs> um, and he instantly was like, I'll fucking take you outside. Fucking straighten you up, lads. So Sky scum, obviously. Not all scouts are just scum, but he was. And instantly instead of saying oh i'm very sorry i'm so embarrassed my children you know like a normal person would who had brought up with manners and respect would have said like i'm very sorry oh my god yes i'll stop oh i didn't realize i'll you know i'll ask them to stop instantly back up instantly defensive he went banging on about his child had cancer and survived so the child can do whatever he wants i'm sorry that's horrible if your child had cancer but that does not mean that they now get to run around and cause disruption. Because if that is the attitude that you're given to that child, when they get older, they are going to be a fucking little brat. A 30-year-old little brat of a man. Oh, when me <laughs> I didn't get that at all. <laughs> to, be to be honest, it's maybe not even the children that I'm angry at and don't like. It's the parents who do not teach their children manners, respect, tolerance for other people. And another thing I don't like is don't not have a child. If your child is going to turn out to be gay or lesbian, bisexual, transgender, whatever your child is going to turn out to be, and you are against that shit, don't you dare have a fucking child because you do not know what your child is going to grow up and be. And you, if you turn your back on your child, do not have a child. If you instantly think, I don't want to, I don't support that. Don't have a child. Because why are you having a child and then turning your back on them? The whole different podcast subject. But, oh, I'm wound up now. <laughs> no, definitely agreed. You shouldn't have them, you know, if you're not willing to accept whatever they exactly. may be. And it's even something simple as a career path. Lots of people have children. And I am going to generalize this and say it's predominantly males who have children and have ideas that my child is going to grow up to be a footballer or a doctor or this or that. And the only reason why those people say that is because you didn't reach that dream. You feel that dream. So you're going to push that dream on your child. Do not have a child for that reason. Your child is its own person. Your parents, you do, I'm sure you didn't live out your parents' dream for you. So don't expect your child to live yours. That's my two cents on that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, 
I also say that, like what Mel touched on earlier about sterilization, if you can't be out looking after a child, get your tubes tied, get the snip. No one else's problem, but your own. Um, and the last point I have on this very long topic, this is like a nearly an hour topic. Um, I fucking detest children on holidays. You go to relax, you go to get away from everything, and then there's children. And you're like, so me and Nick always try to book like child-free hotels and child-free places and stuff. It doesn't always work, but it's a great tip if you don't like children. Has anyone else got anything they want to say about children? I know I went off on a little tangent there, and I had a story. <laughs> and I think anyone out there can know that I fucking hate children. But it doesn't mean I don't like being around children. I just, sorry, I'll rephrase that. I hate being around ill-mannered little cunts, especially if the parent is a cunt. But I have children in my life who are well-mannered and they were at my wedding and they were so well-behaved and all that there. I have family in my life who I love and adore. I just don't want my own. Even though I think I'd be a really good parent if I had like children, I think I'd be very disciplined and, you know, I wouldn't let them speak at a term and be whatever. I, I think my child would be, you know, grew up swearing like fuck, but they grow up like really well-mannered and respected. Be respectful. So have you got anything else to add? I think just respect people's choice. Like the fact that we're even, it's obviously good that we're having a conversation about it, but the fact that we even have to have a conversation where there's questions like, have you been judged? because you don't want children or whatever, you know, it shouldn't even be a thing. But as I said, it's obviously good we're having a conversation about it because people who have maybe felt judged can know that they're not alone or whatever. But yes, just if somebody says they don't want children or somebody says they're not ready to have children or somebody says they do want them or whatever it is, just say, well done. Like, that's fine. Great. (laughs) You know, make your own choice, whatever. Just and, And there doesn't have to be any further, like questions or anything about it no 100 um my closing statement is that i do not judge people for having children um so don't judge me for not having children um but please if you're a parent out there listening and you've listened this far congratulations i actually admire you um but please teach them manners please teach them to be tolerant and respectful of all types of people all races religions sexual orientations everything it will make the world a far better place and mel and chas you got anything to add not really no no not that i can think of i've said my said it all (laughs) just stop asking people if they're having kids it's it's cheeky don't do it it's It's no way and worry about yourself before you think about others because that's all ends there. Respect people, yes. Um, we will end it there. Um, we're going to come back after a toilet break and top up our drinks, as if I need more, to be honest. Um, but we're going to talk. We'll come back with the question box of the general public's view on children, and we'll finish with advice. But yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, so. Apologies, that was a very in-depth, long topic, but it had to be done. Um, and it's good, we had different viewpoints. We have, we have myself who's married and no children, who doesn't want them. Melissa is single, who wants children, shattered in a relationship, who wants children, and Saz is single and doesn't want children. I'm not, that's right, I'm just realizing that sounds very attacking for what I've just said. I'm happy being a think. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so I asked people yesterday to write in and give us their viewpoints on children, and people have given me what I want. So, we'll start off with the first person, as always, is anonymous. So they say, I respect people who both do and don't want children, as it is completely their personal choice, and I don't think anyone should be judged for that. But what I can't bear is when people who have kids, particularly women, they judge and look down on women who don't have or don't want children, especially if they don't know their personal situation. A lot of people are not child-free by choice, for example, fertility issues, so it can be really hurtful to that woman. And even if they are child-free by choice, so what it is their personal... What it what it is their personal opinion and shouldn't be judged for that. I also hate the way parents say to people who don't have kids, oh, you have it so easy being able to sleep through the night, which is what we, we talked about, or you shouldn't be stressed, you don't have kids. Like, hon, there are stresses in life that don't involve children, and how do you know I sleep through the night okay? Also, people shouldn't make having kids their whole personality either. Like, having kids is a blessing and life-changing to people, but... They should still be their own person. Also, parents shouldn't be judged for going out and having fun. Okay, that's a different viewpoint. I mean, I personally wouldn't judge parents for going out and having yeah, fun. I just judge when they bring their child with them. Parents should go out and have fun, but just get a babysitter. Exactly. Like that's that's yeah, exactly. the other thing. Your life doesn't stop when you have a child. It shouldn't stop when you have a child either. Do you know what I mean? Like no, your child should be your life and your personality. You have you were somebody, I hope, yeah. before you had a child, to continue to be that person. I mean, if you were nobody before having a child, the child will actually give you a personality, I suppose. Um next one is the other day. <laughs> Quite funny. The other day, a random child, aged maybe six or seven, jumped out of the alleyway alleyway near to where I live and shot me with a water pistol (laughs) (laughs) while I was on the phone to someone who was ringing me about going in for a job interview. I screamed briefly down the phone and the child ran off laughing hysterically. The person on the phone paused briefly and then continued the conversation as if there's nothing <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, children are little shits, aren't they? I mean, six or seven to be running around an alleyway, where's the parent? But I have to say. Mm. Um, someone wrote in, hate them in capitals. It wasn't me. It don't understand everyone's obsession with having kids and especially women who say they never know who they were until they give birth and say now they have found their life purpose yeah i don't get that either and i will say this is coming from a woman as well so just saying um okay let me get the next one up uh this is from a man which is quite interesting i like children i do want two of my own Although they are extremely annoying on public transport. I will say they are, yeah. And the next person says just no thanks. <laughs> Not for me. No, thank you. <laughs> Not for me, and I agree. Again, that's not for me, but it's nice to see other people have the same opinion. <laughs> um, okay, so that finishes our thing with children. Um 
thank you girls for your opinions i love your personal experiences and it's really touching that you've shared and you spent your friday night here sharing them with me having drinks gorge and hopefully we've helped people um after hope we've helped people realize they either don't want a child or want a child because that's what we're here to do decrease or increase the population (laughs) hopefully decreased Um, so we're moving on to our next section, which is our agony and advice kind of section where you write in, we will solve a problem. We'll give you a real truthful answer and even more so because we are drinking. So we'll just lift, lift, hot tips. Um, so someone wrote in and, you know, I'm not as prepared as I was last week. Sarah Dillon will be raging at me now. <laughs> Somebody wrote in my Oh, yeah. So, girls, are you ready to answer this question? Okay. How would you approach someone if you knew they lied to you, but they don't know that you know the truth? Oh, that's a hard one. See, the <laughs> the pettiness in me would try and, like, catch them out some way, like, and be like, oh, do you remember, like, such and such? Like, you know, try and, like, set a trap that's what I would do or just outright be like mm, why like why did you lie about this I know this other story now but yeah the petty thread me is like I would try and like get them to out themselves yeah. <laughs> I agree with you Mel I agree. yeah, yeah I'm, also, I'm, I'm an Aries like you Kevin so like my level is pe- of petty is like on another planet so I yeah. definitely it, it would depend what they lied about though for me so like I, w- I would try and catch the mouse and I'll be like oh yeah well funny that because uh, and then I'd, I'd go with that and then watch them shit themselves and enjoy it then but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, then so. I think too yeah like for me it depends on the situation because as most of these know I'm, I think you should know Shastra too but um like a situation I was in where a friend tried to steal money from me and whenever I found out um so like I wasn't with them when I found out but I had been texting them about it like without going into too much detail but when I found out I just texted them was like send me my money and that was it like I didn't ask any questions didn't you know anything like that didn't ask why you lied or whatever part of me now maybe i i don't know like i don't really they don't take up any of my time or anything but like part of me mm-hmm. if i was given the chance would be like why did you do that like do you know what i mean but i also don't care why they lied because i got my money back the friendship's ended i'm happy yeah. that's the most important yeah. thing I mean, I'm very petty as well. I, you know me, I'm extremely petty. I am, I would like to catch the person out in a lie because it would give me great satisfaction. But I also struggle with that. I'm very direct and I will say it to you as well. So I kind of need, sometimes, it depends on the mood I'm in. I can be quite direct if I'm up for confrontation or I can be like, I'm going to make you sweat. I'd be like, I know. So, you know what I mean? So um, I think the consensus is the person who wrote in, um, be petty. And catch them <laughs> Set a trap. Set a fucking trap. Or if you have the confidence, just bloody ask them why the fuck you're lying. What you're lying for? Depends yeah. on who. I suppose it depends who's telling the lie. If it's someone you're close to, that you could just be like, mm-hmm. "Why are you lying?" Then do it. But if it's someone that mm-hmm. you, you think you want to test the water a little bit, then yeah, go for that. Yeah. Um, I have one more. Let me just get it out. 
Okay, so what would you guys do if you assumed the person you're dating may be gay? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's a hard one. That's a very tricky one. Oh, that's a very hard one. It's probably not Um, something you want to, like, come straight out and ask them either because you don't want them to feel attacked or, like, you know, that you don't want them to, like, if it is something they're hiding, you don't want them to feel like it's something they have to hide. You know, like, it's a fine line between making them comfortable enough to say that they are or aren't, but also... You know, not yeah. even if, like if they're corner. not, if they're like if you ask yeah. that and they're not though, like they're probably going to be paranoid about that for the rest of their life. Yeah. Like, yes, you don't want to make them feel insecure or yeah. unconfident in themselves. But speaking as someone who is gay, um, I wouldn't ask that question. Mel, you're completely right. Um, maybe, maybe what you do is just. <laughs> That you're not interested in continuing the relationship and then you say but i'm interested in being like good friends and then maybe you can be a friend to that person and when they're ready to come out then you are that listening ear or yeah mm, I, but then you could be very, like, throwing away a relationship if they're not gay and it's just something that you suspect I would love to know but I w- why why they think that though. So maybe yeah. like write back in again and tell us why you think they might be gay, and then yeah, because I would love to know like why they think that. Because if it's like they caught them with gay porn on their phone or something, then like call a spade a spade here. But you know, if it's just like they're a bit <laughs> camp or something, do you know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, not all camp people are yeah. are well are gay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a feminine man, like. Well, it's very opposite. It's may- straight men who are camp are usually perceived as gay, and you know, masculine women are perceived as lesbian. You know, that that's such a stereotype, but that is what the, the perception is. But yeah, I would write back in with more context and more details on why you think they're gay. But I wouldn't come out and straight yeah. like say it like, "Are you?" You know, I've had that question. When I was younger in like first year of uni. Are you gay? And at that time, I wasn't ready to come out. Um. And that really affected me mm-hmm. because it, it again it's like the pregnancy question it's like why don't you have children yeah. it's you know it's each, it's each person's individual kind of journey so you focus on yourself and let them when they're ready come out you know what i mean but my advice would be if you strongly suspect suspect they're gay they probably are because a lot of people in my past who i thought were gay are not gay and I think you always can trust your gut on these situations. So maybe if you're dating them, stop the relationship, but just be a good friend to them and then be there for them. Do you know what I mean? But then I suppose if they're not gay and it's just something you're picking up on wrong, I mean, I I would still stop the relationship. If you have those doubts, it's not going to be a successful relationship in the first place. Um, so yeah, just, just be a friend to them. That's what my advice would be. I have a friend who's actually um, gone through something similar. Um, So she's not a close friend of mine, um, but we talk now and again. Uh, So we used to work together years and years ago. And she's, she was, she moved back home um, and she's been dating, dating this lad on the, on the quiet for ages. So she hasn't posted anything with him. She hasn't, but we, like, we know, I say we because there's a, a few of us who know her. We knew she was with someone, so I, I, I ended up saying to her, you know, how's Leon? How are you getting on? She was like, 
or I don't really want to talk about it. And I was like, oh, uh, sorry, a, a thing's not good. I didn't mean to, like, you know. And then she said, no, I, um, yeah. I think he might be gay. I was like, huh? And she went, I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, I'm going to need more context, love. Like, what, what, what do you mean he might be gay? And she just... I can't remember all of what she said because this was a while ago, but she said something like he's always um, he's always spending time with like this one particular friend and they turn the phones off and like he's always there late at night and like he comes to the door in his boxes once and I was like, okay. So she ended up breaking up with him and yeah, sure enough, he came out gay about four mm-hmm. months later. Um, yeah, well, think good for him. Yeah, good for him. You know, That's living right. his truth, living his life. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really difficult situation. It really is because you know if if you are gay, but you're trying to date like a, a boy or a girl, if you, you know lesbian, gay, gay male, whatever, and you're trying to date the opposite sex, and I think a lot of people who are gay don't realize that in the process they can also hurt somebody who is straight. You know that they're with they're wrapped up in like i need to be i need to be straight but in the process of them trying to find themselves they can also inquident what's that word in in quite coincidental in whatever the fucking word is they can also like that's the word inconsequential i mean no i don't think that's the right word anyway (laughs) (laughs) the consequence As a consequence, that's it. As a consequence, they can also hurt the person that they're trying to convince themselves that they're straight, if you kind of understand what I mean. So it's a very tricky thing, but I would just say, if you have those doubts, like Shastra's example, I would just end the dating relationship and just be a friend. Although, like, on on the flip side of this, though, like, I know people who I look at and I'm like, you are definitely gay and they're like more and all and i'm like how do yeah. you not see this <laughs> like well um look at philip schofield there well, you go yeah. <laughs> well that is another topic <laughs> i mean he did not uh, well he did not well i don't want to say well he didn't <laughs> really go finger quotes but um marriage for how many years gay do you mean so it, it I don't want men out there thinking this podcast is attacking straight men. We're attacking your parenting abilities. We're attacking that you're toxic. We're attacking you that you could be gay. No, it's just, you know, live in your truth. You know, live in your truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saz, you were saying that you had a question. I do. If, we would like advice. Is a big life decision that I need help with, please. Okay. Um, do I put money towards getting a new car or a new forehead? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need a bit more context. What do you mean by a new forehead? So, <laughs> we know that's one of my insecurities that I have a massive forehead and I'm not looking for anyone to be like, you don't because I know I do. But um, there's a surgery you can get where basically they like make an incision around your hairline and they pull your scalp forward. And like okay. they can do it like between two and two and a half centimeters. And I'm like, oh, which do I spend money on? Because I'd really like oh, an, a cool. new car. But 
I I think the forehead because you'll have that for life, whereas like a car you'll have for like five years. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But then I've I've I also mean, drove the the car I currently have. I've had for like nearly ten years, so I'm like ready for an update. But well, see the thing is, right? I don't even know if they can do the surgery for me because because I've already seen her lung anyway. It mightn't even work because your hair line's just going to keep going back. Do you know what I mean? So I suppose, but then I'm like, do I want to spend the money going to England for the consultation and all that kind of crack? Is there much of a price difference? Well, I mean, I guess it depends what car you go for. But like, I, I mean, I'm not going to be getting anything on top of the range or anything like that. But the, um, all in all, the forehead surgery would probably cost me around 10 grand. And so like, that's a, around what I'd be putting towards the car as well. Mm. so i'm just like i don't know but yeah that's mental it's a hard one but yeah i would say you're gonna have the the forehead for life do you know what i mean whereas like a car will come and go and like you know that's true like i i do i like i do worry about the fact that like if i did get it done like obviously it's going to change your appearance to like a certain extent and obviously i hope that it's for the better will maybe like i'm not going to say it's going to fix all my insecurities or anything like that but like it might make me feel less insecure but like like what if it like really changes like your face or something i don't know i'm kind of scared about that i mean maybe that wouldn't be a bad thing either like but i feel like i can comment on this as someone who got their teeth done so from that perspective like i was really worried i was like oh what if everyone like looks at me really funny like she looks really Mm. different blah 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 but like things are so not natural but you know they do things in such a way that people won't look at you and be like oh my god like, yeah what, what's wrong with her do you know uh, well like so, i've put off like looking into like the hairline surgery and stuff because i always thought it would only be a hair transplant that like that was the only option and like yeah. obviously that's not to be stereotypical but it's a bit easier for men who have short hair like obviously i i mean i don't have really long hair but like shoulder length hair and i don't want to be going around with like wee hair sprouting out of my forehead you know as it grows back so like whenever i seen this i was like so i'd actually originally seen it like years ago but like you had to go to turkey or for something for it and i was like absolutely not but then i seen that like there's a surgeon in england that does it no, <laughs> sorry we <laughs> we've just lost that she's coming oh. back hold on is she coming back? <laughs> so was have we just lost you? You're back. Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, you're back now. Yeah. Oh, right. Where did they get to? Did they get to talking about? I've seen it years ago in um, Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So seeing that you could get it done years ago in Turkey, and I was like, absolutely not. So then, like, whenever I seen that you could get it done in England, and like, it's not a new thing, but it was just something that I hadn't really heard of. And actually, it seems like the, the videos I've seen from the surgeon says it was actually a lot more common in like men who were going through transitional surgery to like make them more feminine and stuff have like a more feminine hairline and stuff but i've seen like i know you shouldn't believe everything on tiktok and stuff but i've seen quite a lot of people on tiktok there was a girl in particular she was posting like so she had it done a year ago and she was posting updates um and stuff and it just it looks so good like and so like at the end of the day it's surgery but like the scar because it's in your hairline like it's not very noticeable and stuff but like I don't know. I'm just like I don't know what to do because I would really like a new car. I mean, I think my advice at the end of the day is to do whatever you want to do, mm. and also like no, I know, I know, I know. I think do what you want. Yeah. Do. 
and do whatever makes you happier. If you think that that surgery is going to make you happier, I would do that over a car because, as Mel says, you can get a car anytime. Yeah, that's true. Like a car is a car; it will break down. But yeah, it, it, it's how you look, and if that affects you more than having a new car, then I would do the surgery. Yeah, I know. I think I know all this, but it's just I don't want to make the decision. <laughs> You're the only person make the yeah. decision. Lawful. I know. Be able to... No, I'll I know. Get the new forehead. Fuck the car. <laughs> Next time you see me, you'll not recognize Where in me. England is that? In well, the surgeon or the place <laughs> that I find, it's um the Harley Street or something like that. Like, and I have like gone as far as contacting them to get like the brochure and stuff. And like reading the brochure actually made me want to get it mm-hmm. done more. I was like. I've done that a lot more. 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 I've done <laughs> exactly, um, and then we can yeah. do we can do video podcast <laughs> when we're all like looking after like snatched. <laughs> we'll do before and afters. <laughs> oh my god, can we get a discount code oh. for the pod? Love it. Fingers yeah. <laughs> crossed, oh, I could do with the discount of it. <laughs> Sponsor us, Harley Street, please. <laughs> But do you know what's funny? The actual right. surgeon is bald. Oh, how ironic! Oh, do you know how I feel about that? You know, I know, but like he's obviously like... well trained in what he does. Like, but like, do you think? <laughs> well, he's not going to do it be doing it himself. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't. It's like trusting a dentist with no teeth. <laughs> anyway, I'll keep you updated and let you know what I decide. Please do. Yeah. Well, girls, we have come to the end of the podcast episode, I think two hours later. Um, thank you so much for joining me, girls. Thanks to Mel for your second time. You're you're now in now. The next time you come in, it's going to be more to listen. Yeah, I'm a regular, regular <laughs> friend of the pod. Stars and the shaft. You know, it might have been a bit rough, but the next time you're on, you'll you'll get there. You'll get there. We'll come back to the first, but it won't be the last. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. If you're offended, don't give a fuck. Um, thank you for listening. If you got this far, please like, please share, please review us, give us five stars and all the podcasting apps. Um drink responsibly take your milk thistle and we will see you next week bye say bye girl bye